Yes, it's Monday and it's time to talk about ghosts because that's what Monday means. Yes, now it's a bank holiday Monday here in the UK, which basically means everyone gets the day off work. Yes, it does. But that does not mean we do not talk about ghosts on a Monday. No, it does not. If anything, we talk about ghosts more. Now, the format of today's show, if you're new to the show, um, will go thusly. We're going to do our little intro at the start. Then we're going to say thank you to our Patreons. Then we're going to do a paranormal review where I review something in the paranormal sphere, so to speak. And then we have your listener ghost stories. And right at the end, we go and join Becca in her Reddit corner. Now, little bit of a spoiler alert here because in today's reddit corner with becca well let's just say we've moved into this house as you all know it's a new house that we live in with the neighbor's cat we stole her yes it's catnap um but it turns out becca could have had a paranormal experience in the new house becca not me we will wait and see listen to the end of this show i will just say that much Anyway, let's get cracking. I hope you're all well and good, as is the podcaster's mantra. I will repeat probably for the last time now, um, because I think we're probably getting, we'll have got the people in if we're getting anyone in at all. But if you're, if you're, if you found this show due to watching Cursed Films season two, and I was on it, hello, you're probably expecting a much more serious look at the paranormal. If that's the case, you're actually looking for my other show, The Dark Paranormal which is a much more serious look at the topic. This is just me being naturally me, trying to have a bit of a laugh and discussing a topic which I've been into since a child. Yes, because not all shows need to be very serious, although my other one really is. So if you're looking for that, go and search out The Dark Paranormal. And if you're not, please stay around. We may have a laugh. We definitely have some true ghost stories from our listeners. And yeah, that's about the gist of the show, really. But before we move any further, of course, we do need to say a big thank you to our newest Patreons. We want to thank all our Patreons because you literally, literally allow the show to keep going. And for our new Patreons, we say thank you via the medium of song. Now, when you sign up to Patreon, not only do you support the show, you also get access to a back catalogue of over 200 episodes just for Patreons. Um, I release two a week. One is a midweek ramble where I tell you about everything that's going on in life. Sometimes get a bit paranormal. And the second one is a Supernatural Sunday one where we try and keep it a bit more paranormal. And recently that's been me and Becca doing that on a Sunday. So yeah, you just need to head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Just like these wonderful new Patreons have. And we have four wonderful new Patreons today. We have Emily Kincannon, Jessica Nose, Michael Otten and Elizabeth. And this song is for you. Ooh. Bit finger picky. I like it. Emily Kincannon. Jessica Nose. Then there's Michael Arton. And Elizabeth. And you have signed up to the patron. And I want to say thank you. End it on a seventh if you can. And I can, so I did. So don't forget, if you want to say, well, not if you want to say anything, if you want to join the Patreon and get access to all of those extra shows and just support the show in general, head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Now, let's have a paranormal review, shall we? Now, today's paranormal review, where I review the paranormal, so you don't have to. Pause for laughter, 
And here we go. It's a bit different than usual because it's not actually a book or a podcast or anything like that. It's a site. And it's a site that you will be aware of because we use it at the end of the show. It's Reddit, but specifically the ghosts thread on Reddit. Now, you may be wondering, well, yeah, obviously. But you'll be surprised the amount of people who say, yeah, but obviously, but have never looked at it. So the point of me doing these little reviews is so that people who are into the paranormal, such as you and I, may listen and go, you know what? There's another place I can seek out some paranormal information. So I was relatively new to it. You know, I don't I don't like new stuff and I don't like when people say, oh, you need to try this. The more people that say, oh, we're doing it. I think, no, well, I'm fucking not. Pardon the French, but that's how I think. But Reddit was one of those things where it was like, no, 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 I don't know how it works. And I still don't know how it works. I'll be perfectly honest. But what I do know is that if you join Reddit, get the app, it's easier. And you just search in the search bar, ghosts, right? You will then be taken to what's called a Reddit, I believe. And it's Reddit forward slash ghosts. Okay. Now within that, literally daily, people from all over the world are sharing videos of ghosts. They're sharing stories of ghosts. They're sharing EVPs. It's a plethora of paranormal. Now, there's a lot of nonsense within there. Yes, there is, but there's also some gold. You will literally spend, if you're like me, you'll spend upwards of two hours just scrolling, watching videos, reading stories. It's really worthwhile, genuinely, and there's some really good stuff in there. And for every, like, 12-year-old who's joined Reddit and goes, I've done the Ouija board and my hair fell out, and you think, no, it didn't. There's also, like, a 60-year-old professor who's like, when I was studying psychology at the University of Ambra. There was a poltergeist and some really good stuff. And there's also some people who are like, what have I caught on video here? And they're terrifying. So I would suggest, even if you're not, if you don't think yourself that web savvy, genuinely, if your phone's able to download an app, download Reddit. It's free. Search Reddit Ghosts. Seriously, I've got the Reddit app solely for the thread of ghosts. And as always, there's no kickbacks for this. You know, I'm just saying to like-minded paranormal people, if you constantly feel like you need new paranormal information, stories, good scares, the Reddit app, you can't go wrong, really. It's really good. So that's today's review. Two thumbs to the sky for the Reddit app. Hooray, it's time for my favourite part of the show. And yes, I say that for every part because they're like children to me. You know, I can't have a favourite, really. But this is my favourite. And it's the listener stories where you, the listeners, send in your true paranormal experiences and I read them out. And I, I genuinely love this part of the show. I, I really do. Because you hear stories that you've never heard before. Because obviously, we've never met in the pub. Unless we're very lucky. And a lot of these are from different parts of the world, etc. So, our first email today comes in from Kim. And she writes, Hi, Kevin. Hi. Becca. Hi. And the neighbour's cat. Meow. Mine, the neighbour's cat's actually just hiding in a cupboard behind me at the minute. She's turned into a different cat because of this house move. She's very confident of a night. But during the day, she spends a lot of her time in wardrobes. You know, anyway. It's like Narnia, but a bit shitter. So, my name is Kim, and yes, you may use my name. Thanks, Kim. I love both of your shows and have been an avid listener since hearing about your podcast from Le Champion, Chris Jericho. Big shout out to Mr. Jericho there. I do need to say an actual thank you to him at some point. I'll have to give him a text and just say, oh, look at me. I'll give him a text. But seriously, it's because of being on Jericho's show that I managed to go on to Curse Films. So, you know, big guy there. Your podcast makes Mondays a little less boring. Well, I'm glad to hear that. The new format is working well. Well, I'm exceptionally glad to hear that. I have a few stories. I hope they make it on the show. Yes, they have. I hope you enjoy. Yes, I will. 
So these are Kim's stories. I live in the US, in the Tampa Bay area of Florida, which usually only gets recognized for Disney World, the more popular haunted places, and the latest Florida man craziness. My first story I got from my dad when he used to work for the local cable company back in the 90s. On some weekends, he would be on call. These calls would sometimes require him to go to St. Petersburg over the Skyway Bridge. Now, a little history on this bridge. Back on May the 9th, 1980, a freighter boat struck the bridge, causing it to collapse. Several cars and a Greyhound bus toppled into the water, 150 foot down, killing at least 35 people. The current bridge that replaced this bridge is also known for more than 300 suicides. A railing and other measures have been put in place to reduce further suicides. One of the nights my dad was on call, he needed to cross the Skyway. On his way home, he and his partner were about to reach the top when they spotted a young, blonde-haired woman in a white t-shirt and jeans walking the bridge. This was not very unusual as it was the early 90s. They made sure to tell the toll worker on the other side and went on their way. Fast forward a few years to my dad's birthday and as a present he got a book that he wanted called Tampa Triangle Dead Zone. A book all about the supernatural happenings in the Tampa Bay area. My family has always had an interest in spooky things. We would always joke that it was the ghost anytime anything odd would happen in the house. Also, my mum and I always watched the Travel Channel's Most Haunted Places and other shows of the like. I always found the history behind the hauntings fascinating. Anyway, my dad started flipping through the book and stopped on a particular story. We asked him what was wrong as he had turned white. The story was about a hitchhiking ghost who walks the Skyway Bridge on foggy nights. The hitchhiker was the exact description of the woman he and his partner had seen that night walking the bridge. It's said that she's seen walking the bridge and when she's picked up, she makes small talk from the back seat, talking about the fog and the dangers it brings. As the driver approaches the top, she becomes nervous, asking if the driver believes in God. After crossing the bridge, she vanishes. Some believe she perished in the collapse back in 1980. Wow, Kimberly, that is outstanding and utterly terrifying, obviously. And it's amazing that your dad, like, had that whole connective story where it's like, oh, we seen her on the bridge, we told the guy, and then a few years later, it's like, you didn't just see anyone on the bridge. No, 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 that wasn't Kim Wilde and the kids in America. That, my sir, was a phantom, a hitchhiking phantom, no less. So that is utterly terrifying. I love it when you get that validation, you know, it's very rare, I think, in paranormal experiences where you experience something and completely unaware of any background or history. And then you read something or someone says, oh, that's where old Jeff hung himself. And you're like, aye. And if you're wondering, that's the noise soldiers used to die with in comic books when I was a kid. So yeah, thank you, Kim. That story is amazing. But then you have another story and it goes like this. My next story is from when I was about seven or eight years old. Let me start this by saying that I was not a child that had night terrors, watched scary movies, or suffered from sleep paralysis. I've never told anyone of this story in fear of not being believed or bringing the energy back by acknowledging it. I was usually a very heavy sleeper. A bomb could go off and I would be none the wiser. This night, for some reason, 
I woke up at a weird hour. Not exactly sure of the time, as I had not yet got one of those alarm clocks that projected retina-burning red numbers onto the ceiling. I knew it was late as my parents had gone to bed, and I could hear my dad freight training on the other end of the house. My bed was in the corner with the window on the same wall as my headboard. It was not under it, but next to it, if that makes any sense. As I lay trying to go to sleep, I suddenly saw ghostly skeletons on horses jumping through the window, running parallel to my bed and passing through the wall on the other side of the room. I watched in terror as the procession continued. Then, one of them stopped, kind of like a leader checking the line. I saw it start to turn towards me. I hid under the covers, but I could feel its eyes on me. I don't know how long it lasted as I must have eventually gone back to sleep. I have luckily never seen the hellish processional again, and I hope in typing this at work that my energy keeps its energy away. Now, thank you very much for that, by the way, Kim, but it's a weird one, this, isn't it? Because the immediate thing I jumped to, and I'm sure all of you jumped to as you listen to that, is, well, that was a dream. That was some sort of hypnagogic state. But this is something I actually had a conversation about with a mate of mine recently. I was like, it's an interesting thing, right? And you'll all agree with this, I think. Um, he says boastfully, but I think you will. It's that, me especially, if I hear a ghost story, um, say about like an entity in a forest or something, if they say it was 10 foot tall, that makes it more scary for me. It genuinely does. I'm like, oh my God, why are these entities so massive? But um, if somebody says it was three foot tall, I go, bah, that's not scary. But why? why? Why couldn't they be? I mean, yeah, a tiny horse and a tiny skeleton upon the horse it does sound a little bit like dreamlike. But then again, we're all fine. Well, I say we're all fine. There's a large scope of the paranormal, nowadays especially, which is aimed towards the fae folk and their tiny little beings. Beings, that was not beans, as in like baked beans. They're tiny little beings. Um, like, And I know that, like, for example, I just listened to the latest Ghost Stories guys on Patreon. And um, they have a great Patreon, by the way. Go and check it out, as you already probably know. But their latest one that they're going to release this week, I think, and they release it early for Patreons. Uh, they talk about the Fae on there and they say like the bad luck that they've ran into when discussing the Fae. I just realized now I'm discussing the Fae. Fuck, what am I doing? Um, but it, surely you must have to say something bad about them. You know, it can't just be if you talk about them, you get bad things happening. I guess we'll find out, eh? <laughs> I feel like I've put a little bit of a curse on myself here now. But my point is they're meant to be small creatures, aren't they? like little things that pop out of woodwork and stuff like this. So may, who is to say that there can't be tiny ghosts riding horses is what I'm trying to say. And if we take that as red and say, okay, that is terrifying. There's nothing more scary than the leader of that group stopping and going, you keep going, guys. I'm going to keep me eye on this little girl who's asleep here. That's effing terrifying. No, thank you very much. So thank you, Kim. That is scary. It really is. And you have a third and final story. And that goes thusly. My last story is a little more recent and less scary. My husband and I moved into a newish house built in around 2005. I have two little ones and I currently have a four-year-old that doesn't sleep through the night. She, of course, wakes up during the witching hours of 3 and 6 a.m., depending on the night. We've been living here for about two years and I personally have never seen anything. I do, however, still get weird vibes here and there. Nothing malicious just a sense that something is there. 
One night, when my daughter got up, we did our nightly routine of me walking her back to her room and sleeping in her room until my alarm goes off. In brackets, I sleep in her room because I value sleep more than fighting a tantrum in the wee hours of the morning, especially when I have to be up at 5am, so don't at me people. Close brackets. Anyway, as I walk sleepily back to my daughter's room, I get one of my feelings. I chose to ignore it because sleep and chalk it up to being tired. I get her tucked back in and I lay down and settle myself. Suddenly, I hear a clear male's voice say, Hello, in my ear. I shot up, high on mama bear alert, but saw nothing and my daughter was asleep blissfully unaware. So far, nothing else has happened other than those feelings now and again. I like to think it was just a friendly greeting from beyond. Well, thanks for letting me share my stories, and I can't wait to hear more from the show. Kim. Why, thank you, Kim. And I like... Oh, just knock me microphone. But I like how you go with the positive aspect there. I've spoke about this recently on my other show. Is rightly so. We're quite quick to jump to the... Oh, I, maybe it's just a loved one saying hello. Because let's be honest, the alternative's a bit terrifying, isn't it? But I will say this, like I've said recently, I do find it... I don't want to scare anyone. Well, I do. That's the point. That's why I have a ghost podcast. I have two of them, in fact, to scare people, Christ's sake. Don't lie, Kevin. But my point is, why would a loved one do anything other than, like, I don't know, make the smell of roses appear and appear as them, all lovely, and say, it's me, I'm a ghost, don't worry, don't want to scare you, I just want to let you know I'm okay. Do you know what I mean? In another story I'd done recently, there was a guy who said he had three shadows appear at the end of his bed. Shadows. And one was reaching out to grab him. And he was like, oh, you know what? I think it was just me nan and me granddad. I don't know who the third one was, but no, I think it was just me nan and me. It was like, it's not your nan and your granddad. It's Voldemort and two of his beefy mates. Be afraid. Be very afraid. But maybe not Kim. Maybe if they're just saying, hello. I mean, again, imagine that. That's terrifying, isn't it? It's not like, Kim, it's me, your nan. Don't worry about it. Sorry for whispering. I know this is weird, but um, I'm okay. Then you could wake up and be like, oh, but hello, like, no, I'm sorry. I do not give you permission to do that. But sincerely, thank you, Kim. And don't forget, guys, if you have a story that you want to share on the show, and I love reading these stories. I love hearing new stories. I literally live for this. I do. It's great. Send them in to contact at talkaboutghosts.com. Now, it's that time in the show where we like to pay a little visit to a skeptic, a certain skeptic who lives with me in this house. Yes, called Rebecca. So let's head over to Becca's Reddit corner, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. Hooray, it's time for everybody's favourite part of the show, including mine. It's Becca's Reddit Corner. Hello, Becca. It can't be Reddit Corner, it's a bank holiday. Well, bank holidays don't exist when you paranormal podcast person... Thing, like I am. <laughs> Very eloquent. <laughs> I think well so, argues, yeah. 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 Gracious, right, okay. Welcome to Reddit Corner. Hello, and um, have you learnt anything new or have you got any new, any new off-the-cuff spookiness to tell us before we crack on? Do I have any off-the-cuff spookiness? Um, yes. You do? Well, that would well, fa- no, well, I that's kind of, worthy of the pause, I'm reluctant, at least. I'm reluctant to tell you because I think you're going to get scared. Seriously, go on. So, you know, yesterday we were playing with the neighbour's cat. Oh, this, yeah, playing with the neighbour's cat. the neighbour's cat, yeah. And um, you were, 
and you asked, you were playing with a ball, and I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth, and you asked, did I throw the ball down the stairs for her? Mm. And I said no. And you were like, oh, she brought it down herself, then that's really cute. And she had, but seconds after that, there was a tap on the door, on the bathroom door. Mm. Um, and I thought, oh, it'll, it'll, like, it'll just be the cat, like, running around. Um, but then I realised if she's brought the ball down to you, the cat must be downstairs with you, so. Really? Mm. What sort of tap? Um, I don't know, just a tap. Because I thought of it, because I had my phone in my pocket, mm. in my dressing gown pocket, and I thought it was that hitting the sink at first, like as I was leaning over the sink, brushing my teeth. Um, but when I like did it intentionally, that was a bit more thudded. It was was more of a thud than a tap. Is that? Mm. Well, I hope that the cat did bring the ball down on herself and someone didn't throw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Might be someone playing chase with the neighbour's cat. Well, don't sit. Now I am freaked out. Well done. <laughs> Loving that, though. Well, we'll have to keep everyone adrift of that situation. Yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about... I'm very impressed you said that. You need to keep <laughs> us in the loop. Um, I mean, I live here too, but I, you know, I'll say everything's paranormal, but that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Ewa? I mean, it's obviously nothing. It's well, what would it be then? It could be literally anything. It's a new house, things creak, uh, you know, it could be anything. Yeah, well, anyway, to put it into perspective, I was sat here yesterday, and you were in the shower, wasn't you? And yeah. it was last night, and the kitten chased a ball down the stairs, and I said to you, have you threw a ball down the stairs? And you said no. I just told the story. I know, yeah, but I assumed it must have been the kitten playing with it herself. Well, it probably was. Uh, no, at, at one point, she did bring it down when we were both sat here. She brought it down earlier in the night, because I was like, oh, look at her bringing a little ball down, she wants to play. Yeah. And then you... Got the cue and got up to play with it. Well, let's keep a, uh, an eye on that situation. Yeah, no, she definitely brought it down herself when we were both here because I saw her. Anyway, so this uh, Reddit story is from a person called Unreasonable Pizza. Oh no, it's not. It's you slash, so that's the username. It's Reasonable Pizza. Right, okay. Um, which must be a margarita. So if you'd like to fire away, Becca, this is the chosen story from Reddit for okay. today. Right. Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. Hello. The title of this story is Please Let Me Know If You Have Any Idea On What It Could Be. Oh. Let's begin. Let's begin. The house I used to live in when I was a kid was definitely something else. I would always get out-of-body experiences, I would get terrible nightmares, and I would always see shadows out of the corner of my eye. Footsteps and random noises and voices were were common as well. In the house, it had me, my father, and my grandma and grandpa. One day, my grandparents left to go do something together, so it was just me and my dad home. It was probably around 7, 8pm, and around 2014, oh sorry, that's the year, around 2014, 2015-ish. Me and my dad were in the kitchen making mac and cheese, and all of a sudden we hear a loud crash on the other side of the house. We both run over to see what it was, and nothing, nothing had been disturbed except for this clothing mannequin my grandma had, so something had been disturbed. Yes. My grandma loved to make clothing and jewellery, so that's why she had it. The mannequin went from facing the front door to facing us in the kitchen. That's a full 180 turn, and it is not light. Yeah, and also, it's a, it's a fucking, it's a body-shaped thing. It's a mannequin. Oh, yeah. That's horrid. Probably around 15 to 20 minutes later, we hear it again. Same place. We run over to check it out, and I will never forget what I saw. It was probably eight foot tall, hunched over, and looked like one of those plague doctors with the canes and crow mask. The worst part, me and the dogs were the only ones who could see it. My dogs were staring at it, so me and my dad looked over, and I nearly cried, if I'm being honest. He didn't know what was going on, so he picked me up and ran us to his room. To this day, I will never be able to forget the face of what I saw. 
Before anyone asks, yes, this is a true story, and if you want more of them, just let me know, and I'll be glad to share them. Interesting. You might have to get in touch with Reasonable Peter. I might. I might. I'll call him Marg. For Margarita. So banging on about Margaritas. I love the most Margarita boring pizza. pizza. It's amazing. Anyway, what do you make of of reasonable pizza's situation, the situation? The bit that doesn't ring true to me is if you So the dad can't see anything, so the dad's mm. got no idea what's going on, and the child and the dogs apparently can. So the dad looks down and the child is looking in horror and nearly crying, and the dogs are looking at something. Mm. I don't think you would just pick them up and run to you. I think you'd be like, what is it? Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. tell me what it is. Yeah. I, I don't think you'd be like, oh, well, they can clearly see something terrifying yeah, that I yeah. can't. Let's flee. Yeah, don't even ask. Just go. Yeah, it doesn't kind of make sense. I feel like as a parent, you'd be like, no, what is it? Tell me what it is. Also, some of the vernacular used within that story I would, su- would suggest to me that they're American. You make a mac and cheese, mm-hmm. grandpa, grandma. Now, I'm not sure, but I would... I'd make an educated guess, or semi-educated guess, that plague doctors weren't that prevalent in America, considering when it was founded. Right. And yeah, it was very very much, um, a point, yeah. you know, it was very much a European thing, a plague doctor. Mm. Um, because this was where the plague was. Well, exactly, yeah. And also, you know, America wasn't America at that point. Mm. So... So I don't know. So why would he see that? Unless he's just describing what, you know, that's as close as he could describe it. It looked like a plague doctor. Yeah. And it was, in fact, an eight-foot crow man. But why have a cane, then? Well, the thing, like a black thing with a big hooked, like long hooked nose, or long hooked Mm. thing where a nose would be. Haven't you said that that's fairly common in descriptions, and then you found out about the plague doctor thing later? Have I? I'm not saying I haven't. Yeah, I thought so. I don't know. I don't know. Then again, there's like, you know, there's Egyptian deities. So so there's some Egyptian deities which are like the bird-faced things. Mm. I can't, I won't, you know, I'm sure it could be done for some sort of um, cancellation culture if I try and make an attempt of a name and get it completely wrong, so I won't. Mm. But I'm pretty sure there's some Egyptian deities which are like bird-faced. In fact, there definitely are. Yeah. And as we've spoke about before, Alistair Crowley and the likes, they all love Egyptian magic and culture and they claim to raise very powerful entities and demons via Egyptian magic. And so therefore it could be like a really old sort of demon that's manifested and the only thing this guy knows to refer it to is a plague doctor. It could be that, Becca. Could be that. I mean, it's more likely none of this happened. That is more likely because why would an Egyptian god suddenly appear yeah, to this why would guy an making Egyptian mac god, and cheese in the US? Yeah, exactly. Why would an Egyptian god appear during dinner time in a kitchen mm. in America, or a plague doctor? So I don't. Know. I feel as well like like gods wouldn't really waste their own time by just like freaking people out. Like I feel like if a god appears to you, they're gonna have a message. They're gonna have something to tell you. Maybe they want you to do something. I, I feel like there's a purpose for the visit. They don't just like lurk in the corner to scare you and then get off. Yeah, I don't think it's a god, I mean, to be honest. You know what's a really good premise, really? Uh, I haven't yet finished it, although you got me. It's American gods. Um, <laughs> but that's a really good idea. It's the old gods versus the new gods. Yeah. So the idea is, like, obviously in the olden days, when they needed a good harvest, they would worship, I don't know, say, like, um, Baal or something. Yeah. And then these gods have hung around, like in terms of written law and stuff like this, Mm. and therefore they're the old gods. But the argument is, well, 
we now need new things to, to, to work in our favour, like the stock market and the internet. Yeah. So in it, these have become new gods, like the internet and things mm. like this. And it's a dead interesting concept. Yeah. You talk about this book an awful lot for someone who's read about four pages of it. I, I do, yeah, I do, yeah. And you, you always talk about, like, with respect and you really like it and you seem really into it. It's one it. of my favourite four pages just, that I've ever read. you just like, never, why don't you just read it? Because I don't reckon it's too big. I'm thinking the way I see it is that little premise that I just said there is amazing, but the size of the book, I think, God, it must be dragged out. How how do you know? Don't say in forty three chapters what you can say in three. That's what I like to say. So you're not really one for books as a general. No, I mean I think I know all of the Bible through osmosis because once once a week when I was an altar boy, the priest would be like. And today's gospel is from the Bible of Matthew, according to Luke. Do you want me to read the book and once a week I'll tell you what happens in each That'd chapter. be great. If you could give a sermon <laughs> each and every time. Okay. Well, as always, Becca, thank you for letting us into your lovely corner. You're welcome. Um, strange you own a paranormal corner, given your skepticism. Yeah, I know. Who, who'd have thought? But it's also interesting you? that you've now got a spirit knocking for you whilst you have a spirit shower. Spirit knocking for you. And I was brushing my teeth, not showering. Get it right. Okay. Same old. That's very important. Um, yeah, no, I don't have a spirit knocking for me. Don't be, don't exaggerate. Well, we will see. Time will tell. Well, thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca. Thank you for allowing us in. Tatty bye. Bye, guys. Bye.